feel better after listening to that. Thank you guys. You guys are so great. I appreciate you. Um, so if you can grab a Bible and, and turn to Acts chapter 2, of course we have those in the, in the pew there for you. So uh, my granddaddy was a pastor. And when I was a kid, probably when I was like six years old, uh, I remember he did this exercise with me. And uh, he just said, I want you to hold your breath for as long as you possibly can. And I'm going to time you and see how long you can hold your breath. And so I just, just sucked in just every square inch of air I could possibly pull into those little tiny lungs and, you know, just held on tight. And uh, I just waited and I waited and I waited and I waited and then just, you know, just let it all out. And um, he said, okay, you did, I don't know how long it was, 30 seconds, you know. Um, and he said, so now uh, we're going we're gonna to add 10 seconds to that and we're going to set a goal of you holding your breath for that amount. So 40 seconds or 45 seconds or something like that. And so he had his little, uh, you know, those watches from the 90s that were like computers, but not really, you know, he had one of those. Um, so he's like, you know, you're going to watch the stopwatch and, um, and, 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 and you're going to set this goal. And so I pulled in all the oxygen I possibly could and, and just sucked it all in and sealed things off. And I watched that timer and I held my breath. And uh, the mark from my previous record came and it went and I kept going and I held on and I made it to the goal. And that was my uh, granddaddy's way of showing, demonstrating to you that when you set goals, you achieve more in life. You kind of get ahead of things. You accomplish great things. And, and when, you, when you kind of have a, a goal, when you kind of have a vision for where you want to go, uh, and people, people can see that, there's, there's, a, there's kind of an added benefit. You get one more extra thing, which is, which is this thing we call synergy. Okay, people start to kind of jump on board with you in those goals and that vision. And God does really, really great things. And so uh, every New Year's Eve, every December for my whole life, I have been a goal setter. And every year I listen to the naysayers, but I keep doing it. Um, and my goals are, are, are always kind of oriented around daily and weekly habits and tasks, those kinds of things. Uh, habits that, that set me up for success. I don't know if you know the, the smart thing. Uh, for your goals, what is it? Uh, specific, measurable, attainable, uh, realistic, timed goals. Um, and uh, every year I establish goals for myself uh, to better myself mentally and physically and, and uh, in my relationships and spiritually, okay? And I really hope that you'll do that too, that you'll set uh, smart goals for your, for your daily habits, your weekly habits in life, because I think that you achieve greater things when you are a goal-oriented person. But whatever your mindset is around uh, this idea of New Year's resolutions and goals uh, that me and Caitlin are, are hammering uh, today, I uh, had this one really dominant, superior, uh, what I think is just the most crucial 
uh, the most important possible question you can be asking yourself in the month of January as you kind of march into 2023, and that is this. I think that if you're serious about this Jesus thing, if you're serious about following the way of Jesus and imitating Jesus with your life, this really has to be the central dominant question, okay? Something that guides all of your thinking, everything that you're going to set before yourself. And that is this. This question should inform... Okay, I'm, I'm trying to torture you just a little bit. This question should inform uh, your other questions about those physical goals, those mental goals, whatever those things are. Okay, so are you actually ready for the most important question? Yes, you're ready for it. Okay, great. So the question is this. How is God going to use you to bring God's kingdom to earth in 2023? That should be the first question that, that guides all of the other questions. That's really my central question for my life right now, right here at the beginning of 2023 as I'm establishing and leaning into resolutions for myself and my family. So I want to read you just a portion of how the Bible describes the first church, the early church. And I'm just going to indulge my uh, Bible nerd part just a little bit. Um, if you read uh, the, the Apostle Paul's, if you dig into the New Testament and you read the Apostle Paul talking about the early church, you will be horrified. I mean, the things that he says those guys were doing to each other, I mean, it's just some really nasty stuff that, that they were getting involved in. But if you read uh, the book of Acts, which was written by Luke, Luke, oh, it's almost like he has rose-tinted glasses. I mean, Luke is like, wow, they were just so wonderful there in the early church. And so Luke is really giving you kind of a vision of what the church should look like. Uh, and so uh, I'm going to read for you uh, right here in Acts chapter 2, uh, starting in verse 42. And uh, it says this. It says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and mir miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. Selling their possessions and goods they gave to anyone as he had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. Praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Thanks be to God for that very good word. So how is God going to use you? to bring God's kingdom to earth in 2023. So the, the mission statement of our church, don't know if you knew this, is to enable people to become fully devoted followers of Jesus. Um, and I want to actually emphasize that word enable because uh, in other words, without Mainland Memorial Baptist Church or without a local church, you cannot, um, in, in, in many ways, many important ways, be a fully devoted follower of Jesus. Okay? Uh, this, what we just read, Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. Okay? That is Christianity. 
All right? That is living out the Christian life. That is God's kingdom on earth. That is how you live this Christian life. It's together with other people. It's not like you, you, you occasionally say some prayers, you be a nice person, and that is the Christian life. That's not the Christian life. It's not believing all the right doctrines. That's not living the Christian life. Christianity, following Jesus, it looks like Acts chapter 2. Okay? It looks like doing life in community together, worshiping and learning and caring for one another, praying for one another, praying with one another, okay, praying for one another, having everything in common, sacrificing to take care of one another with care and compassion, okay? That's why a church's mission statement is to, quote, enable people to become fully devoted followers of Jesus. You just can't actually do Christianity flying solo in this world. So uh, then the vision of our church is to connect people to Jesus into a caring community of believers. And, and uh, you probably have noticed I kind of jazz that up a little bit and say we are bringing people closer to one another and closer to Jesus. That's kind of the vision of what we want to do here at church. And I want to take a moment to celebrate some of the ways that we've done that, that we've lived into that vision in 2022 because there's some really wonderful things that I want to put right in front of you to celebrate what you accomplished last year. So uh, this past year, four people uh, publicly professed their faith in Jesus Christ and were baptized in these waters. Um, and besides that, 17 new people, I was one of them, uh, 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 locked arms with this beloved community and, and, and joined this church. Okay, so we really grew as a church uh, last year, and that is definitely something to give thanks for. I mean, really, that right there is enough to know that God is doing great things uh, in this church. But it keeps going. We, we called a new pastor. Don't know if you knew that. We called a new worship Leader, we saw our youth ministry and our children's ministry grow. Our financial giving grew. Our uh, worship attendance grew. Um, and this is this is something that's really exciting for me to share. So <clears throat> let's talk about uh, about all the money that we raised for missions just in this church. So <clears throat> last year we raised eight thousand four hundred and fifty dollars to help refugees in Ukraine. Uh, during Omaha, we raised $1,200 for missions around our state. We raised over $700 for national missions. We raised almost $1,400 just for our local raw, raw food pantry. Okay, we raised $350 for world hunger and $3,290 $3, for global missions through Lottie Moon. That was in December. Okay, y'all, all told, we raised $18,690 for missions. Let's get that round of applause. That's really great. I mean, that's all, that's all uh, money that blew right past the four walls of this church to serve people in need and to bring people to Jesus in this world. So um, what a praise. What an awesome thing. And that's just the sacrificial giving, kind of the checks we were writing and things like that. But you know, what about all these hours and hours and hours of service 
that you uh, rolled up your sleeves and got involved in in last year. Our youth, we you know we took this uh, this whole week to go down to Lynchburg uh, for for MC2, our missions week. Uh, a lot of you volunteer every single week with Meals on Wheels or Raw Raw Food Pantry. Many of you have volunteered to, to, to love and serve children here at the church. You've done BBS. A lot of you are deacons, and you're out there loving and serving people who are in a real valley in life. Uh, so in so many ways that really can't be uh, all collected and mentioned right now, you rolled up your, your sleeves, you got out of the seats and into the streets, and you made a difference in people's lives. This church made a difference in so many people's lives this year. You served this community by offering this building uh, this, uh, this, this past year. So <coughs> on Wednesdays, we had over 100 people every Wednesday here for community Bible study growing in their faith. On Thursdays, we had 35 families, uh, homeschooling families gathering here for a homeschool co-op. Uh, Vicki had a, a support group for parents who lost a child to suicide, something she'll be doing uh, moving forward as well. Um, we gave an unused room to Young Life so they could have office space. Um, so just so many ways, uh, even beyond that, that, that you gave this building to the community. You gave it away um, uh, to serve others and to, to bring people closer to Jesus and closer to one another. Last year, our choir was renewed. Our handbell choir was resurrected from the grave. It was a short grave, okay? I know it was, but, but it was a grave, all right? Um, our Bible studies, uh, our Bible study groups, they grew. They saw a new life. Um, Molly K. Moore, an awesome youth group, they brought in all these kids just from the highways and the hedges, people who were disoriented, lost, hurting, and they loved them and they took care of them. Caitlin Smalls, our awesome team of volunteers with our children's ministry. They make faith and church exciting uh, and fun and meaningful to children. Uh, <clears throat> so many ways that they provided a safe space for children. Uh, here's the last thing I want to celebrate about 2022. We, we met our community right where they were in life. We did a lot of that this year. So uh, we did a lot of outreach to our local uh, universities, especially when the students were coming in. We did uh, Blessing of the Animals events right out here on the front porch. That was the funnest thing ever. Um, we gave out candy on Halloween. We did a lot of that. Uh, everyone lined up outside <clears throat> for the Christmas parade. We met our community right there, cheered on our, our people right out there, um, uh, gave, gave everybody hot chocolate. So uh, there's just so many ways that we met uh, people just right in the, in the middle of living life um, uh, outside the walls of our church. How is God going to use you to bring God's kingdom to earth this year? That's my question for you this morning. Much like you see in Acts chapter 2. So I want to put some things in front of you to think about. In 2023, we're going to continue to train our eyes upon the campus of VMI and WNL and ask and inquire of the Holy Spirit, how can we serve and bless all those who study and serve here? How can our church better reach these campuses? We'll, we'll have prayer walks. I'm going to do, we're going to do one on January 29th, but we'll see where God leads and, and how we, how God is going to use us 
to serve and reach all those who study and serve at our university community. In 2023, we're going to serve the family and strengthen families in our community. We're going to do this in a lot of ways, okay? Uh, <clears throat> we're going to have a fantastic children's ministry every Sunday morning like we've been. Uh, we're going to have another rocking VBS this summer. We're going to go to camp this summer. But uh, one thing we're going to do more of is this parents' night outreach. And we're going to do that uh, in January here in a couple of weeks. We're going to do that in February again, okay? I need lots of volunteers for this but we're going to to give parents a break so they can go out so they can rest do what they need to do um collect food for rara when we do that um <coughs> because that's who we are as a church and that's who we're going to be in 23. we're going to be a church that supports families and kids and we're going to be rolling and blowing all year long in that mission Okay, and in many missions. Okay, we're going to do the parent night out thing, and we're going to collect food for those who are hungry when we do that. But we're going to collect supplies for Lisa's house, like I just said. We're uh, next month. We're going to get handwritten. You're going to write handwritten cards to encourage all of our local teachers, and you're going to bake homemade cookies. And we're going to love and serve our teachers in this community. We're going to go on a mission trip again this summer. We're going to have a Servolution Saturday in March, Lord willing, and work on a Habitat for Humanity house. I could go on and on about all the ways that Patsy and, and many of us are talking about us rolling up our sleeves, getting out of the seats and into the streets to love people into God's kingdom in 23. In uh, this year, we're going to dig deeper into Bible study. Um, I did a lot of number uh, crunching. And to me, it looks like we have about 40% or so uh, ratio of people who go to Bible study versus worship, okay, on a, any given Sunday morning. Those numbers get really skewed because a lot of you guys are to Bible study in the week and other Bible studies. But this year, uh, my goal as a pastor is to get more people, a larger ratio of people, uh, involved in a Bible study because... That's where this Acts 2 kind of stuff really happens a lot. That's where you get just really wonderful Christian community. Um, you pray for one another. You care for one another. You dig deep into the scripture and your faith. And so this year, our goal is to, to grow that and, and um, to have a, a larger ratio of people involved in Bible study. <coughs> so if you're not in one right now, you, you need to work on that. Um, this church has an awesome history and heritage of children's music, and I actually think that the, the, the church uh, is just, this church specifically, is uniquely strong in our area, that, that we have just a really a remarkably good uh, children's music program, Sherry, and Lee, Debbie, all you guys. Um, and so tonight our children's choir begins at 5 p.m., like I said. Get all the kids and bring them in, and let's make this awesome because it's just a really wonderful opportunity that, that children need to develop that musical uh, expression, uh, to be in a safe place uh, with a faith-filled, uh, uh, loving Christian adult. And so uh, this year, we're going to really grow that ministry. And uh, finally, here's the, here's the last thing I'm thinking about is that um, we're going to eat some food. 
that sound good? Yes, we're going to eat some food this year. Uh, we're going to really try to lean into these Wednesday night suppers again. And I am really excited about that. We, we did it uh, in December once, and it was fantastic. It's so good. I mean, to me, that is like true Christian community right there at the table with one another. And so <clears throat> in the spring, we're going to do once a month Wednesday night suppers, 5.45 p.m. And um, tell all your friends. They don't have to go to church here. Just tell all your friends. Uh, it, it's going to be the cheapest meal in town. It's, you know... We're going to have programming for the kids and the teens, so we'll pull them out of your hair. It's a great deal. It's the best deal in town. But that is where true Christian community happens, just like in Acts chapter 2. And this year, we're really going to lean into that. But we need people to cook. So I want you to think about, what's a friend I can grab and a meal that we like to prepare together? And uh, let's make a plan. And uh, let's, let's help feed our church on one of these Wednesday nights. So this is the kind of a, a way of looking ahead to this year, 23. And this is what this kind of, I want to talk a little bit about what this vision is inviting you into. Okay, not someone else, you. What I want you to think about doing this week, right, with this uh, vision for 23. My first invitation to you today is this. This might not be for everyone, but I invite you to lock arms with this spiritual family, okay? This congregation, uh, become a sister and brother to us, this beloved community right here on the corner of Preston and South Main. If you are not a member of this church, I invite you to join us in membership. The second thing I want to invite you to think about doing this, because some of you guys have already done that. Thank you. Good job. <clears throat> Second thing I want you to do is discuss with your family and, and look at your monthly bu budget and make a plan for how you and your family can invest in the ministry this year. The, we're currently uh, just kind of on a bare bones budget. And in order to grow that uh, ministry budget in the future, we need to grow our giving. And so I want you to get excited about uh, all the great things that God has been doing and God will be doing this year and talk to your family about what uh, the Lord is leading you to give. The third way I want you to think about this year and uh, how God is going to use you to bring God's kingdom to earth is to uh, think about how you can serve uh, our, our children and our babies here at the church. So we have a really fantastic children's ministry and we are dead serious about keeping it super safe. And so that means that all of our volunteers, they have to be, they have to be authorized. They have to have background checks. Um, any room that a child is going to be in with an adult, there has to be two adults in there that aren't even married. So uh, that requires a lot of uh, love and a lot of manpower. And so um, if there's any way that you can volunteer once a month, something like that, in 2023, I really want to invite you to, to think about doing that. A final invitation to you is this. It's the same invitation I make every Sunday, and that is this, to trust the good news. The good news of the gospel is that in Jesus, the kingdom of God is available to you and to the whole world. 
And if you are lost, if you are disconnected, if your life lacks meaning and purpose and direction and peace, and you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord, the Savior, the teacher of your life, the Bible says that if anyone will confess that Jesus is Lord and believe that God raised him from the dead, he or she will be saved. And I really want to invite you to make that confession today. This week, I invite you to talk with your family, talk with your spouse, and ask the question, how is God going to use us to bring God's kingdom to earth this year? Let's go to a time of prayer together. Loving God, we are so thankful for your son, Jesus Christ, who has saved us from our sins. And we know that there is just a whole mess of pain in this world around us. And you have called us to bring your kingdom to those very people who are hurting. And we open ourselves up to you and say, here we are, use us, Lord, through this church. And we pray that you will speak to us and show us how we can better serve you this year. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh, 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 oh,
make, well, don't be seated, stand. Lisa, come here. I want to introduce you to uh, Lisa Carter. It may uh, very well be a reintroduction, and uh, uh, the good Lord has brought Lisa back home, and um, our, our hearts are exploding with joy over that, and we are so grateful for you. You have a very, very good reputation, and um, it, it precedes you. And uh, we already love you. We're so thankful for everything the Lord is going to use you to, to bring to us and, and the ways that this community is going to wrap its arms around you and your beautiful family. And uh, we're so excited to, to, to walk this year with you, Lisa. So if a deacon can come stand um, uh, with Lisa and everyone come by and say hello this morning, and uh, Greg will, will bless us out. I'd like to share with you the words of him by, by Norman Forness that say, Rise up, O saints of God, from vain ambitions turn. Christ rose triumphant that your hearts with nobler zeal might burn. Rise up, O saints of God, his kingdom's task embrace. Redress sin's cruel consequence. Give justice larger place. Commit your hearts to seek the paths which Christ has trod. And quickened by the Spirit's power, rise up, O saints of God. Amen. Amen. Amen.